Burnout is a real thing. There are pastors and church leaders all over the world that are experiencing burnout right now. And they blame it on the world's circumstances and turmoil. And yes, maybe on the surface, that may be the cause, but it's definitely a contributor. But I believe there's another reason, a better reason. It's a deeper reason. It's why so many are feeling burnout and a lack of fulfillment at its core. In this session, I'm going to tell you exactly what leads to burnout. And stay tuned until the end, and I'll tell you about a church leader, a pastor, that I recently worked with that was really suffering from this very thing. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and this is Church Leader Made Simple, and I'm here to help you get the clarity needed to move your church forward. I'd love for you to join me weekly. You can hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And without any further delay, let's get to it. We all know someone who is so needy that everyone runs from them, right? We see them come through the church doors and we quickly find someone to talk to or, or, or we duck out and we go to the restroom. Just admit it, you've done this before. It's these people that give the word needy a bad rap. And we really don't want to be perceived in the same way. And so we distance ourselves relationally from people. And we're, we're good at showing love and care and empathy to others. But we rarely allow others to come in close to us and show us the same love and care because we just don't want to be needy. And many times there's even a deeper rooted issue at its core, but here's the problem with that. People don't truly know us until they know our vulnerabilities and our needs. And so if we're going to have life-giving relationships, it's so important for us to be needy. We have to allow people to give to us as well. And the Bible is full of examples of, of our need for others. Genesis 2.18 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone, and I will make him a helpmeet for him. This scripture is often used in the context of marriage, but the crux of this scripture is that man or woman shouldn't be alone. We need people. Even Jesus asked Peter, James, and John to tarry ye here and Watch with me in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew that, that he needed others around him to provide support during one of the darkest times of his earthly ministry. And there's tons of other scriptures just like this, but the, but the bottom line is, is that we need to be needy. We need each other. Jesus modeled this so well for us. Church leaders are really good at helping others really good at supplying others' needs because that brings fulfillment to our lives and ministries. It's something that drives us and motivates us to get up every morning. And it's amazing how we sometimes even complain about the energy and time that's required to help others, but it's actually the fuel that drives us. It's the cause of the gospel. It's the, it's the cause of helping others find the help that they need from God. But 
there's a thing called relational nutrients. And if we're only giving to others and not allowing others to give to us, not allowing those relational nutrients that we give out so freely to be replenished by others, we can eventually run dry. And if it goes on too long and and we don't take measures to take care of ourselves, it eventually leads to a ministry burnout. But here's an alternative. When we supply the needs of others and we allow them to supply our needs, there's a phenomenal life-giving life-replenishing connection that happens. You see, we need to be needy. We need each other. It's God's design. Having someone supply our needs is not a luxury. It's a basic necessity of life. And so we have to be aware of what we need, and we have to allow people in our lives to help supply those needs. And we have to have the capacity to be able to make those connections. Do you want to be effective in God's kingdom for years to come? Then you need to be needy. We need those healthy, deep, and meaningful relationships in our lives. It's what will sustain your ministry for years to come. I've been working with a pastor of of another church in uh, leadership coaching, and one of his biggest struggles in his ministry is pulling people in close. He has a phenomenal interpersonal sensitivity. It's one of his greatest strengths. It's much greater than mine, actually, but he would allow people to feel that warmth and compassion from him, but but he would only reach a certain point, and people would hit a wall relationally with him. And as we dove into what he was experiencing, we realized that he was not allowing those people to meet his needs. He would provide for them and and meet their needs, but he was not being vulnerable and transparent with his needs. And his top-tier leadership team in his church would would literally feel the relational wall that he was putting up. And as he became more aware and and started making small changes in his life, he began asking for his relational needs to be met. And it immediately impacted the connection and the bonding that was felt on the team. I'd love to tell you more about that story, but here's the bottom line. It's God's design for you to need others. It's God's design for you to need others to supply your relational needs. Listen to this, Hebrews 10, chapter 24. And let us consider one another to provoke into love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as this manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. If you're a church leader, I know you're a phenomenal person who cares deeply for others, and your team probably knows that you care. They feel your support. They feel your encouragement. My question for you today that I I want you to take some time to ponder is this. Does other members of my team know my vulnerabilities? That's question one. Do Do they know my needs? And finally, question two, what's one step I can take to move a little closer in sharing my personal needs with my team? 
If you're watching on YouTube, you can take a screenshot of those questions and ponder that this week. If you're listening on podcast, you can go to my website and the questions will be in my blog. Take a chance with the people in your closest circle. And I promise it will make a difference in the enjoyment and the fulfillment of your life. And it will make a difference in the longevity of your ministry. It will literally change the environment of the ministry that you lead. We need God. We need relationships. We need relationship with Him every day of our lives. But God created a system that we not only need Him, but we also need one another. Here's the bottom line. We need to need each other. We need those healthy, deep, and meaningful relationships in our lives. Spend a few minutes processing that over the next few days. Coming up in the next session, I'll give you one primary sign that will tell you if you are relationally out of balance. Thank you for giving me your time and attention today. Please hit the like button. It really does make a difference. And be sure to visit churchleadermadesimple.com. There's a free seven-session course called Leader Life and Rhythm that you can't find anywhere else. Oh, and by the way, I would greatly appreciate you sharing this content on your favorite social media sites. It just helps me extend my reach. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.